Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 2024 is upon us, which means a packed schedule of FA Cup, AFCON, and of course, Premier League action. Beat the January Blues and watch every game with the atmosphere it deserves down at your local Green King Sports Pub. Don't settle for a dodgy stream. If it's on the telly, it's on at your local Green King across their huge HD screens. And if you download the Green King Sports app, you'll also receive 10% off every single drink whenever there's a game on. Their venues offer a range of low and no alcohol options too. So dry January doesn't mean you have to settle for a worse sporting watching environment. So check it out. Green King Sports Pubs. Spurs fans around the world, it's Theo Delaney here with a special live Spurs show from the Albany in London's glamorous West End. We have so much to talk about tonight, including a dominant Tottenham performance at Old Trafford, which only yielded a single point on Sunday and featured debuts for new signings Werner and Dragushin. Ongoing transfer window speculation may be indulged in. Uh, there's worrying news about Eve Basuma's health. And there are new loan destinations for several Spurs players. All this and much more to come. And here to help me sift through it all are two highly esteemed members of the Spurs show squad. Welcome back, literary agent to the stars, Matthew Hamilton. Thank you, Theo. Good to be back. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> and super heavyweight football writer, Martin Lipton. Well, gentlemen, uh, only one place to start. Old Trafford, leaking roof and all. Mm-hmm. Terrible old place. Well, it's quite strange, actually, isn't it, to think what an absolute dump it is. It is the best. It's the best. <laughs> it's incredible. When you think, I mean, 30 years ago, it was the best stadium in the country by miles, and we were in dear old White Hart Lane, and look at how things change. And that was reflected, wasn't it, with the action on the pitch, because I don't know about you, 
Matthew, but I don't remember. I don't think I can ever remember a Tottenham team going there and totally outclassing the opposition and dominating in terms of possession throughout the 90 minutes. What about you? No, it's certainly rare. I think we had a good result during the COVID period. Where yeah, we've we had results. Down. We've had results, but not, not a convincing performance like that. I know, it's amazing to feel so... so well, but real mixed feelings. I felt quite disappointed yeah. um, that we didn't get all three, although that last-minute chance they had... Um, yeah, it could have been very, worse. Very fortunate it could have yeah. been worse. But, yeah. but no, it's just we looked... And also to have Skip and Hoiberg on the team sheet at the beginning, thinking... Okay, this is going to be a struggle, you know. Yeah. Well, certainly that the football is going to be functional and and boring. But now we just looked really assured, and you can just see that there's just, you know, a real identity and shape to the team now. That yeah. Almost no matter who we put in, there is, you know, it, it continues. And t- total conviction and confidence. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? That's what he brings. Martin, did you think we should have won? Well, I, I think if uh, any of Son, Kulisewski or Madison were on the pitch, they would have won quite comfortably. If all three were on the pitch, they'd have won by five. Yeah. Um, but in the circumstances, I was, I was really impressed with the maturity of the display. Um, I thought Skip, who I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, I thought he played extremely well, actually. Yeah. Ben Tanker was the best player in the park. Yeah. And Richarlison's working so hard, winning the ball back and, and really grafting. Uh, there was a, I think... Van de Ven took 20 minutes to get his, um, himself acclimatised back to playing after being out for so long. Uh, but the longer that went on, the, the better he was. And there's a lot of risk reward about the way they yeah. play, no yeah. question. Particularly, you know, Porro is, is going to be a, a weakness defensively, but what he gives you going forward, I think, outweighs that. And yeah. they had two shots and they both went in. I mean, they yeah. were two really good goals. They were literally their only two shots did, on target, weren't but they? But that was all, all they did yeah. until the last minute. Yeah. And what we, the one thing Tottenham lacked was that bit of cutting edge right at the death. Um, and also, by the end, they were running on empty a little bit, weren't they? They were still the better team, but it was a bit, bit tired, and they didn't have any, any option off the bench to, to change it. But all in all, I thought it was, it was very impressive that... The control, the certainty, the poise, the bravery, actually. Mm. I mean, it, it, you shut your eyes sometimes when they play short, but you mm. see why they do it because of... Some, suddenly they're bush, bish, bosh. And they're, they're, in, they're, they're in behind yeah. in, in, the spa, in the blink of an eye, and that yeah. is the plan. It is, it's a little bit of a gamble, but isn't it more fun to watch that yeah. than the dour nonsense totally. we had to put up with for three or four years? <laughs> so totally. I'm willing to be a, a tightrope walker when yeah, it's as it, much fun as that. It really is the exact opposite, isn't it, in terms of mentality and philosophy. It couldn't be any more different from Mourinho and Conte. It's like, let's risk it. Let's, to dare is to do in, in, in you know, manifest on a, on a football pitch. There's been some... I mean, I thought everyone played well. There's only one performance that people have sort of called out and said wasn't good, which I think was possibly unfair, which is uh, Brennan Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, it wasn't great. It probably was the weakest performance of the, of the game. I mean, I'm, I'm not totally convinced by him. He's not like, it's, it's not like Van der Beck, who just sort of walked into the team and looks like he'd been playing for, you know, uh, for us for years. I mean, he seems very comfortable at, at the level that they're now at. Yeah. Johnson, I don't know, he has flashes of brilliance. I mean, he's obviously full of potential, and, but he, he is still a bit raw. And, and I suppose maybe he would have been eased in more under normal, normal circumstances. So yeah. I think he's been thrown in, you know, in, in the deep end, you know, over and over again. And so, 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I, I'm certainly more confident about him than I might be about someone like Sessegnon, who I, I just I can't see. <laughs> I've seen him link with United today, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? Sessegnon? Apparently, yeah. Bloody yeah. <laughs> Talking United, yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, some people have said there's been a bit of a sort of a, a spat happening online about, you know, people slagging him off and other people defending him. And some people have said quite reasonably, you know, it took Hyunmin Son a season and a half, two seasons at least, two seasons, a good two seasons to actually start being picked to start regularly. And look at him now, he's a bona fide legend. Uh, if you remember, Chris Waddle got loads of, st- I mean, that's going back a bit, but. Yeah. Most of us here will remember he got loads of stick for the first six months at least, didn't he? It was like, I mean, he was really, really, he didn't look the part no. at all. Uh, Aaron Lennon didn't, wasn't, well, I mean, he was pretty good early on, but he was, his crossing was very, so players in that position. The one thing about Johnson, we talk about confidence and he still looks to me like he doesn't quite believe it himself. But again, that, injury, you've got to give him time. I don't think the injury helped because he was just starting to find a bit when, when he got injured. He's got pace, clearly. And a couple of times it says, you know, the goal against Everton, which he created, that pullback, that was the frustration. The one moment when he got away on, on Sunday, when he went beyond yeah. a very good doggy defender in, in Wan-Bissaka. He's probably yeah. the best, one of the better defensive fullbacks, yeah. even if he's on the wrong side, because he really is hard work. And he got beyond him, and he, the cross he's played twice for goals, he, he, he overhit. And if he plays yeah. that ball in, Richarlison probably scores, yeah. and that would have been, been really good. And there was another one, right at the death, actually, where he, he spun away really well from Wan-Bissaka on halfway. Mm. And you think, that could happen here. Mm. And then what's that? he just snaked out a leg to get the touch. So it, mm. it's little bits. It's a bit about confidence. It's a bit about growing into himself as well. I mean, maybe he's, at the moment he's probably better to be a last 25-minute yeah, man against tiring yeah. defenders when you start with Kulisevsky or, or whomever. Yeah. But... It's far too early to be that dismissive and negative. Definitely. I mean, look, there comes a point when you think, I look at certain players, I think, he's just never going to crack mm. him. Hill's one of those for me. He's never mm. going to be a Tottenham player, just right. never going to be good enough. It's time to, to draw down the curtain. Mm. I'm nowhere near that with, um, no. with Johnson no. yet. Let's, if, if we're still here this time next year making the same observations... There may be, yeah. but it's yeah. a long way to go. I'm quite sure they didn't expect him to start every week. You know, that wasn't... He was young and they had other options, but, but you know, obviously the injuries and... What if they expected him to start every week? They wouldn't have signed him on deadline day, would they? Well, yeah. I, I think you know, he... Yeah, it yeah, was, he he was to add to bolster the squad. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that would have made sense because he'd come on, start a, start a few games, but mostly come on, as you say, as kind of in, impact stuff. And we could have, you know, felt his way into it. And he wouldn't have felt under so much pressure. Because now, I guess, he goes out in a game like that and he's feeling like it hasn't been going that well and it starts to weigh down on him and, a bit. And also, when he knows there's not much, there's no alternative. Yeah. So he has to perform. Absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, sometimes if you think, well, okay, if, I, if it doesn't quite work today, there's always someone else. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit of that as well. But I, it, it, I don't want to pick holes after they played like that. No, you know, no. And it's, no, no. Given where we were two months ago, at the end of that pretty miserable run of of defeats and you know, leading and losing spell, to be sat where we are now, mm. on the cusp of all these players coming back, yeah. you're thinking, hang on, this is actually quite good, isn't it? Well, you, you know, I think it was Gary Neville who said afterwards uh, something like, I really actually think, looking at this team, I think when they get their players back, I think they should be looking at second or third in this table. I think they're that good. And then people going, really? And then other people saying afterwards, we might be able... That's where we were top of the league we until we got all, yeah. until well, we lost all those players. Top I, of the league. There, there, there's, 
there it looks like now, uh, with a couple more that have come in, more depth, if we can, you can't imagine that all of these injuries are going to continue to happen. So eventually you're going to have a run yeah. when Spurs don't get injuries and others do. But it's amazing how everyone stepped up. I mean, do you remember that when we played Fulham away in the Caribbean yeah. Cup and we had that slight B team and it was just such a gulf and we were yeah. all so depressed thinking, God, are yeah. going to be even, any injuries? Even we the screwed. last 15 minutes at home to Fulham in the league when he made four yeah. or five subs and you suddenly saw a massive <laughs> fall off. In yeah. And fortunately we were two up and they didn't have any faith but in themselves. But there now. But, I mean, I think for all his flaws, I think Emerson's been excellent. Yeah. Oh, and, definitely. And likewise, Davis. We, and, you know, definitely. And it's it's good to see. Mm. And as I said, I'm, I'm not I'm still not sold on Hill, but Lo Celso has turned up when he's been fit yeah. in a way that he hadn't done probably before. Um, he's getting a tune out of all of them, yeah. which is yet another sign it's of an exceptional man manager. Yeah. <laughs> I have to suggest, you know, yeah. rather, rather than this, you're useless. You're not good Absolutely. enough for me. Absolutely. We're all part of it. We're all part of this journey. I need you. I need you with me. It's amazing what being positive to people exactly. can, totally. can impact them. Totally. Isn't it? What did you make of Werner? <laughs> well, he's very entertaining. Um, you know, I, <laughs> you feel he could sort of cause a lot of a, a commotion. But, I mean, as long as he doesn't shoot, you know, because yeah. sort of every single... Uh, I mean, he did goal, really early on. He had a crazy... Flashback of his Chelsea yeah. era every time he did. But, but actually, I mean, given that he, you know, hadn't played for so long and was thrown into it in a matter of days... Um, I thought he did pretty well, and I thought, yeah. Know, I mean, it's a it's a complete no risk loan, isn't it? Written away, but yeah. Um, I mean, but I I don't know. I, th- I thought he was actually quite exciting, even though you know it has its flaws. Yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously a handful because he's going to work hard. He's incredibly pacey, and the great thing is he's ready made. He's played loads of games yeah. for Germany. It, in the short term, he gives them the the definition and profile that Son does on the left. So he's yeah. got pace. He can. He can, he's going to press strongly. He can run in behind. Now, he's not as, as good a, a player, but it, it means that the, the shape of the team yeah. is, is better because Hill yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, whoever else, we haven't got anybody else. And Johnson doesn't want to play on the left, as we yeah. saw yeah. the other week. Um, so it works in the short term. And then when Song comes back, you've got five rotation for yeah. three places. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I, it helps in me, immeasurably when the centre-forward actually scores goals, yeah. which he has done. He's 6-6, six six, and I have to say, he'll miss a few, mm. but he's a pain in the backside to mark, yeah. to play against, yeah. clearly. Yeah. And, uh, so you've got Vishalison playing well. You've got options. Werner can play left or right. I remember that game in the, um, in the Champions League when mm. he, he absolutely ran us ragged. Um, yeah. well, it was only 1-0 when he scored the penalty, but we couldn't get close to him. He played mm. off a shit. And we, we had, now we had a lot of injuries that day, mm. but we had no idea what to do with him. Mm. And I looked at that, and when, when, when Chelsea signed him, I thought, well, they've got a good one yeah. there, because I saw what he did to, to Tottenham. Mm. And he, hasn't, he never quite did that mm. for a variety of reasons, but the, the talent is there. And if he comes back, and if he's 70% of that, he's really going to be very effective. Mm. And also, it's like, he needs to play well for himself. There's no risk for, for Tottenham. You know, if it doesn't work out, we send him home. If it does work, it's a £15 million deal. Yeah. I mean, it's win-win, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, it and the thing is, because you've still got Son and Kulisevsky and Johnson and Vishalnison and Solomon, if it doesn't work out and he doesn't get much football, well, then so be it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's... And I thought it was quite a brave performance from him in a way. I mean, even though we can laugh about him skying it over the bar, yeah. at least he wasn't afraid to have a go, and he was yeah. com- completely... I mean, like, he's, you know, he's he, proving he, a point. He got it? involved in the, in the yeah. second goal, and, you know, if they've just been... If, if they've, also, who is he... He'd be in February. He's one really good ball by Skip, 
But we didn't have many of those passes in behind. Now, when the number 10 comes back and can low, because he's so quick, those little 10-yard balls he's in behind. Now, what happens when he gets in behind is another matter. Yeah. But let's see. Yeah. You know, and the, the, if he knows he's going to, be able to, going to be fed there regularly in the match, he's going to make those runs with more confidence. It could be really good. Yeah. And Solomon's back soon, as well as Son. And Kuliseski presumably only had a minor yeah, bug. Yeah. So, yeah, like you say, we, suddenly we've got all these players you know, to start and rotate and to bring off the bench. And they're all hard players to, to play against. They all bring different things, but they all, they all put, you know, have something to offer. It looks like a squad of 18 suddenly rather than 13, doesn't it? You know, it just feels it really like does, there's, yeah. more, there's more depth. And that suddenly gives you far more options. Let's uh, take a brief break and then we'll talk about whether we think it's going to evolve further, this squad, this month. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. For premium content, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews, and original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. Uh, Get yourself some lovely Spurs show merchandise, check it all out, and be the envy of your friends. You click the link on the description to this podcast to see the array of goodies. Uh, Our monthly London live shows are up and running. As I can see in front of my very eyes, it's a great time to sign up at season.spurshow.net. On February the 28th, we've got Peter Taylor coming. And we get, don't worry, we will be getting his Norman Wisdom impression. <laughs> uh, and then on... And then, <laughs> who said that? Mr. Groomsdale, yeah. And then on March the 20th, we've got a Spurs show evening with Paul Gascoigne at the Leicester Square Theatre. So the cost of your season ticket will be half repaid with that event alone. For individual show tickets, check out the link, the link to the description of this podcast. Uh, you can now follow us on Facebook, X and Instagram. And please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Next Monday, we're at the Antwerp Arms in Tottenham. Uh, because Julie Welch's got a new book out and it's called um, Double Acts and it's all about Spurs strike partnerships 
And it's really good. I've read it. So I'm going to be interviewing Julie about that for the launch of the book. But we're going to take the opportunity also to do the show from there. So it'll be Julie and Rob White and Ian Ridley, whose publishing company is doing the book. Ian Ridley, the, yeah, who Martin will know very well. Uh, revered doyen of the football writing world. So that's next Monday at the Antwerp Arms, if anyone fancies that. I'm really looking forward to that. That's free, and you can get tickets online. So there'll be a link. You can certainly find the link on my Twitter, Julie's Twitter, Rob's Twitter, Ian Ridley's Twitter, and hopefully in the show notes for this show. So it's free, but it's good to book in advance because there's a limited amount of tickets. Uh, So... Gents, what about this transfer window? First of all, let's talk about these loans. I mean, uh, Alfie Devine and Ashley Phillips have gone to Plymouth. Were you surprised, Martin, that Phillips didn't come through and has been sent back to a Premier League, uh, to a, a Championship club, which is theoretically an inferior one to the one that he came from? He, if he wasn't going to play for, um, in the second half of the season for Tottenham, which I think was unlikely, yeah, it makes sense for him to go and not play for Spurs in that this second half in the first half towards the end of the first half of the season because he couldn't then have played because he played a bit for Blackburn didn't he I think at the start of the season oh okay I didn't realise so that so you're only allowed to play for two yeah, clubs in a, two clubs, yeah, two clubs in a season yeah. so yeah. now going to Plymouth it's about playing football yeah. playing, and it's yeah. going to be I mean the, he got rave reviews in his, on his debut at Huddersfield he got he? man of the match yeah um, which was really good yeah. and obviously Devine who was at Port Vale has now gone there as well yeah. so that's quite interesting yeah uh, Craig went to Doncaster didn't he who went to Doncaster Matthew Craig went to Doncaster right yeah um, and obviously Spence has gone to to Genoa never to return from what I'm hearing yeah there seems to be issues Spence is a controversial Spence. figure isn't he I, I, I'm hearing things that are, make, make me suggest that he has an awful lot of maturity left to find shall we yeah. say apparently he, the reason why uh, Angie didn't like him is they went off on tour and the first thing Spence said because he, he quite liked the look of him as a player and when they all turned out on tour Spence had a, a tantrum about, uh, about his hotel room said it wasn't good enough I mean what are you a TV commercials director or something come on mate it's a team game you're all I mean it, it just shows how ludicrous some of them are aren't they come on just do it yeah you've been sent, you've been tr- sent around the world for nothing you've been paid to go yeah to, and maybe he just doesn't like Perth or whatever it is you know it's like, I don't know but I mean you know these are all rumours obviously there but uh, Regulon he's gone to Brentford yeah that's uh, I, Regulon is absolutely so surprising isn't he because when he turned up we all thought he was really good for a while yeah he's the opposite of what we were talking about earlier with people like Waddle and Son and Lennon he turns up for the first three months we're thinking oh he's good yeah. and, all, and all the media and everyone was yeah, saying he he's, well. he's really really good and he just disappeared Disappeared, lost his place, then bizarrely goes to Man United, and now he's off at, at Brentford. What? I mean, how bad is he? How bad can he be? He's played for Real Madrid and Man United, and now he's going to Brentford. Who aren't? He, well, he's not a terrible footballer, is he? I mean, let's yeah. be honest. He, but it, it, clearly, there's something remiss. Yeah, um, because I, you think left back wise, obviously Udogi is like the best left back in history. But I mean. <laughs> After that, you're looking at Ben Davis, who's a great pro and he's really put in a shift, but he's not really a, you know, he doesn't have the, the physicality of a, of a Postacoglu fullback. You know, he's not quick. No. Or a, and then you're looking at Sessignon, who we've already, we've already yeah. made <laughs> reference to. So you think, I, uh, yeah, but, I but there, there is, a, there is an, uh, look, it's an obvious thing that has to be filled in the summer. 
you would we would have to say you can get away with Ben Davis, yeah, if need be, as long as the dog, you know, whatever happens, you know, Ben Davis will always be six or seven out of ten, never five, barely eight, you know, that's mm. but he, you get a certain level of performance, mm. and I think he's been really good in in. Yeah, and just yeah. centre half, fantastic. Left, but yeah. he's done really well. Also, he's the longest-serving player at the club now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, which is hard to hard to believe with with uh, Luis mm. having gone mm. and Dyer. So he's the one who outstayed all of that lot. Yeah. Um, there's a, so there's a, a a glaring summer acquisition which will be a, a left back. Yeah. To because hopefully we're playing enough matches with Europe and Champions League next season. Mm-hmm. That you're going to need to rest the dogie occasionally. And not, the key is that when you lose players, you don't want to have too much of a drop off. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you think the question now is I mean, this transfer window, we hit the ground running. We're already ahead of the pack now with, um, you know, Rag- Dragushin and Werner. But they still talk about other possible acquisitions, in particular in the centre of midfield. It seems to be. It seems to be the case that people think that uh, Hoybier would like to go, but he will only go if we get someone else in. Um, there's still talk regularly of Gallagher. Gallagher and Jao Gomez are the two. Jao Gomez of Wolves is the other one, who's quite young, isn't he? But he get, gets rave reviews. Um, do you think trouble, aren't they? Wolves, Wolves have got some financial problems, which suggest they might need to sell. Well, I mean, they've, they've, they've not been done by. Um, Premier League this week so they obviously they sold it Ruben Neves basically ensu- that was early enough to ensure that they were okay right um, but they have spent money but they're, they're not think silly money but they have and they've also been quite have been aware of the issue and have um, taken steps to avoid it unlike Everton and Forest who said nothing to do with me shut their eyes walk through it oh they think we've been charged again how unfair is that well don't break the rules yeah my, my argument yeah um so I, I do think a midfielder with legs is important because that's the thing that Sars obviously given the team. Yeah. Yeah. And while Skip did well, he hasn't got those sort of legs. Mm. And Ben, and if you, you you've got the option, then if you've got as to to rotate, assuming that Madison's always going to start if he's fit. So you're looking at two places. Mm. If you've got Bentancur, who I think is a certainty. Yeah. But you've got Basuma. You've got Sar. And you've got one other who you really think is is ready. Yeah, and, got, and of got, that level of those, and others. has got that yeah. athleticism and uh, as well. Mm. Then it just make, it gives you the option again to rotate mm. when they get tired. Yeah. So I think it's it's about about having those that versatility and option and, and range of, of players because it it's taken its toll. I mean, it, it, it's a very physical game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's high intensity the matches are lasting longer than ever before mm-hmm. because of the extra time so Tottenham have played more than three matches of additional time in the Premier League alone this season played 290, really? 293 minutes I think I've calculated of, of added time of added time that's amazing isn't it um, more than anybody else Villa the second on 287 God, I'm boring my stats. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 impressive stats but Blimey. nevertheless so that that, and also, the other thing is, because of the delays caused by VAR, I think that is contributing to injuries. The players stop, hang around for a couple of minutes, and have then got a sprint. Mm. And the muscles aren't quite ready for that, because they basically they need to warm up again. You, haven't got, you can't do that because you're waiting for the decision. So there's all these sort of things. You need to have depth more than ever before. But you haven't, you've not heard anything that suggests this, these, these deals 
are not, imminent. Not imminent, England. but we've got 14 days to go. Yeah, there's plenty of time to go. We're two yeah. players and already also in the we door. Don't, if it doesn't happen, it's not going to be It's not the end of the world. We've got loads of players in there, yeah. and we've got a lot of cover in those positions. And also, I mean, and, and I'm, whilst I'm not... I think it will be... It wouldn't be devastating if Hoiberg went, no. nor would it be awful if he stayed. Yeah. Because he, again, on, he's put there were times in. when you get frustrated with his distribution and make it, and his poor touch. There are other times you think he's done such a good job winning the ball back yeah. there and dogging it in yeah. and doing what he has to do. Also, his attitude. I mean, you know, he was demoted. He was part of the senior leadership squad last yeah. week. You know, I mean, he's been... You know, when you, there's been no sulking or there's no. No, you know, he always, always, always gives it everything, yeah. and he always yeah makes a big contribution. Exactly. He's just one notch below the the class yeah. level that we're trying to get up to now. I haven't seen much of this Jao Gomez, but he's the one. He's I mean, being mentioned, but I mean, it, it could all be just agent talk. You never quite know. I'm sure there's been some intimations of interest, mm. and if they really want to get one in, if they've if they set up a deal. For Hoburg, if, if they get one in, they, they might as well look for the one to get in. But it needs to be the right one as well. Yeah. And any other positions you think we should be... Some, I heard someone saying we still need a striker. You reckon? What do you think, Matthew? Do you see any obvious glaring... I mean, it's a pretty... When they're all fit and not yeah, suspended and not playing uh, on other continents... It's a pretty extensive well, squad, isn't it? It's so good that we're virtually the only team that sort of bought anybody. I mean, yeah. We moved so quickly. I mean, yeah. Um, I was and listening to Eddie I Howe, don't think anyone spent any money yet no. in the Premier League apart from Tottenham. That's on one no, player. it's one of the quietest <laughs> transfer windows that there's ever been. And I was listening uh, to Eddie Howe. He's not normally a whinger, you know. No. Um, <laughs> but but he was he's going, been... oh, well, we can't buy anyone because no one's our friend and we can't buy, you know. <laughs> he's certainly whinging now. about our recruitment, you know, where suddenly these guys who we've never heard of just suddenly appear. Um, you know, like Dragic and who'd heard, who'd heard of this guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, none of us had... A, well, no. Martin probably had, but the rest of us hadn't. And he, he looks bloody good on YouTube. Yeah. Plus, have you seen him with the Rubik's Cube? I mean, I like that. I know it should be irrelevant, but I like that sort of thing. I like that kind of sharpness. I think he looks really, really good. He looks very confident, just for the way... He, he came on, he, he yeah. came on, he didn't... He looked just absolutely fine. Around, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, looked absolutely fine, looked like he belonged where... Right, right there. Yeah, so... I don't know, another striker. But to get a striker, you, you, I mean, there's no point in just getting any old striker. You'd have to pay a lot of money, wouldn't you? Well, I think if, if Richarlison hadn't been scoring goals, they that, might have have thought been, about that it. may have accentuated the issue. But he is scoring goals. Yeah. He looks as if he's been rejuvenated by being able to talk about his mental health issues yeah. and the injury, the, the operation. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and I was in Qatar this just after you know, a year ago, and watching him score that incredible goal yeah. in, the, in the World Cup. The talent is unquestionably there. Yeah, he and I thought the, the, his application, which I know is the, the minimum you'd expect, but his application on Sunday. Yeah. In addition, he scored a goal, but he yeah. was he was winning the ball back high up the pitch and really didn't stop. And sometimes he's coming back and winning the ball yeah. right low low down the pitch as well. So I, and I like that. And yeah, I, me too. So, and if he's not quite right. In, a month, in three weeks' time, you can play Son at, at nine. Yeah. You did at the start of yeah. the season. So yeah. it's not as if we're... No. And he is the third, third top scorer in the Premier League this season. Did you see so that bad. stat that our top three have scored 24 goals and the top three of Arsenal have scored 11? Really? Yeah. 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 Their five attacking players, including Odegaard and uh, Havertz, have scored fifth, 15 goals? Maybe 19. 19 goals between them this year. That's yeah. their, all their, that's all their goals, basically. Yeah. 
You don't want to tempt fate, but they do look a bit of a busted flush, don't they? <laughs> well, I, I did. This is obviously going to look really, really silly, but saying that. The, 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 I think looking at the at the numbers and the stats, that was their chance last year. Yeah, because all of their attacking players had the best performances in terms of goals in their careers. They were all XG. They talk about, but it's not about yeah. chance conversion. Much yeah. higher than at any other point in their career. And now they've gone back. And now down. they've reverted to the mean and what they've they always peaked. are. Yeah. And and they play more cautiously than they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've been unlucky with the left back getting injured before kicking the ball, Timber, because he's very good. But that doesn't. Ex- they seem to be struggling a little bit. And if they lose their centre half, who is really really good, yeah. I think Saliba's probably the best centre half in the league. I, yeah. I think he's, he's really good. If they lose him. We saw what happens when they lose him. Then the last season they fall yeah. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Not that I want anyone to be injured, but please let the ball yeah, up. But if someone does have to get injured, could it be him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, I was thinking last season they were on that incredible run and we were all fearing the worst. And I think at various, we all at different points just thought, oh, no, it's definitely happening. You know, you think about making arrangements to leave the country for a month <laughs> around about May. And but the one thing it looked like we thought those centre backs are so good because the other one's good as well and they're good together aren't they? And you thought that if they could just get an injury there and then this season when we started we had you know we were unbeaten after ten mm. games and top of the league and I'm thinking if we can keep those centre backs fit we're we're in the we're in the race here and then, then of course we, then we, we lost them both on the same night yeah <laughs> so it's a similar situation weirdly Eve Basuma Matthew has got malaria what do you He's make sad. of that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you heard it here bird that's terrible isn't it it is but according to well it's just like it's just you could make it's like so spursy isn't it one of our players one of our players goes to the African Cup of Nations gets malaria it's like something out of a Tintin book yeah I mean he (laughs) apparently he'd be all right after two weeks and as we were discussing this before that if he gets two weeks off from playing football and he Mm. puts his feet up Mm. and then he comes back with a clean bill of health yeah happy days maybe 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 it plays into our hands a bit um but uh yeah let's hope that but we wish him well obviously let's now do what we always have to do at the end of the day. i want to i want i like predictions we're doing, we're doing dire by the way oh dire so, excuse me we've got to talk about dire <laughs> we've got to talk about dear, dear old dire dear, dear, dear. dire yeah no i think we should dire's gone and it's it's like you know, it's a bit like a, a memorial service where you, you, you know, thought the bloke was a bit of a dickhead and you never really liked him, and then he's gone and you're saying wonderful <laughs> things about him in a speech. <laughs> he was such a lovely man. He was so. I think I've exaggerated because I think Dyer actually. I honestly believe that Dyer actually, over the piece, over these ten years of service, made a huge contribution. Oh, he was a com- colossal figure on and off the pitch, and actually, there was a time when he was. First on the team sheet for England and Tottenham in central midfield mm. because he merited it. Yeah. You know, so uh, I like Dyer and I certainly wish him well where he's gone. I'm, so I'm really delighted for no, him. No, I mean, I think if you look over the first six, seven years, he was a really critical key part of that team in all the positions. He started off playing right back, didn't he, on his debut, scored that goal at, at West Ham, went into defence, then into. Uh, uh, sort of holding midfielder or part of a line. Tim Bailey, that's a great And it was really good, and then yeah. dropped back. And it was, 
you know, he got into the World Cup squad of his form at the start of last season, and then he just yeah. he just disappeared again, unfortunately. And I feel for him in that regard because I don't think it ended particularly well, and it would have been quite humiliating for him to realise he was that far down the down the pecking order. But I don't think anyone could look at his overall contributions to the club and not think he's actually done a really good job. It may have tailed off, it may have been disappointing, it became a bit of a scapegoat. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I don't think anyone could have played centre-half last season and not looked bad because mm-hmm. of the, the mess in front of him. Mm. So yeah. it actually made his performances look worse than they possibly were. And every mistake then becomes you know, another stick to beat him with, unfortunately. Yeah. We went, Matthew, as you will recall, to his debut game, which was the first game of the season 10 years ago at West Ham. And I'd bought a tout ticket, so I was in the main stand. But you and John Crace right behind the goal, right behind the goal, when he scored that winning goal as a you know as a de- you know we didn't know much about him. He'd signed; he's a defender, and suddenly he's bursting through. <laughs> he's rounded the keeper and slotted it home. In time added on, I think it was, right. and the away end. It was one of those great things. I was watching fantastic. from the main stand, watching him, <laughs> and then of course you were in the paper. You and John Crace, I, <laughs> I recycle that picture regularly. The two you just <laughs> with little arrow. What a great, what a great debut! I mean, that moments in his career that's got to be right up there. Scoring that penalty for England as well in the first knockout penalty shootout win for England in in, in a World Cup ever. I mean, the pressure. And he tucked that away. All, all the Spurs players score their penalties in that game. I ought to point out Trippier and Kane as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about that midfield thing, it, you, it's, you know, he came as a centre half, I think. Then they started playing him at right back because there was a, yeah. inevitably there were injuries and stuff. And he wasn't great at right back. And he had a terrible ordeal. I remember at home to Newcastle, a game against Newcastle where he got totally caught out for a goal and it really upset him. And then, at the beginning of like Pochettino's maybe second or third yeah. season, there was a bad injuries in central midfield. They had to stick him in because they had no one else. And within, I think, eight weeks, he's in the England Absolutely. squad in that position. And he scored that goal, didn't he, against, against Germany um, for England? Pretty sure he scored in that game, didn't he? He scored the header. I can't remember. He scored the winner, didn't he, against Germany? Did he? Yeah, he scored the winner against Germany. 3-2 from 2-0 from two down in Berlin. I, can't, I don't remember that at all, but I, I certainly Before think... Before the Euros in, in 16, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think history will be kind to him. He's a serious figure, yeah. Yeah, why, I've never really understood why this idea that he's a dickhead sort of <laughs> established. Because apparently he's, like, really nice... He's a good guy, yeah. He's even, like, helping Van der Vett settle in, even though yeah, he's yeah. the guy... I think he's gonna, a good guy. And all the, you know, yeah. Deli Ali and the... Yeah. He was very defending his Deli, brother's honour when he went yeah. into the stand, you know. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe he just looks a bit odd. I think he's a good guy. I think he's an atypical footballer. Some people said he got stick because he was a bit middle class. He spoke, spoke, spoke too many languages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who does he think he is? Yeah. And he was very into green issues and shit like that. I mean, yeah. come off it, mate. <laughs> Keen gardener. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and he had an app. He had an app to do with good restaurants and shit. Anyway, <laughs> no, I like him, and I, I, know, I think we all agree. I mean, everyone here wishes him well, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he, just, he, he lacked a, he lacked a bit of pace, yeah, but you know, he's not the first. No. All right, so let's make predictions. First of all, I want to make uh, sweeping, massive predictions about this season, Martin. I always, we, we always we ask this regularly. What's your latest prognosis well, for the yeah, season? I remember coming here. 
to the, the other venue you use in London just before Christmas, or just after the World Cup last year, and I said, there is no way on earth that this team can't, won't finish in the top four. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we value your predictions. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if someone told me the manager was going to implode the club, yeah, exactly. it might have been a bit different. Yeah. But I think if, if they stay fit through the season, big caveat there, if the players stay fit, they will finish in the top four. Now, where, I know not. Right. But I think they can win 12 or 13 of the last games. Yeah. And that will be more than enough to finish in that top four, which is what the aim of the, And it could be better than that. You never know. Yeah, because it looks like all those big teams are going to take points off each other and they're all capable of dropping points. They've got crowded schedules and stuff, haven't and they? It, they well, well, the one thing in our favour is in sort of... March, April, we're playing no one Europe. game a week. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll all be playing massive games that are going to take their toll. So let's just see. But I think there's no reason at all to, to say that we shouldn't be there. Because Villa, Villa have done really well this season, but I'm not sure how much depth they've got. Yeah. And, they get, and they've got all the extra games to play yeah. in, the, um, in the Conference League as well. And I know they're going to win a lot of them, but they're still going to play the games. And that might become their focus towards the end of the season because they can win that uh, easily. They're yeah. fully the best team in that competition. Yeah. Matthew, what do you reckon? I agree. I think fourth. I feel quite confident. Yeah, I think we're only going to get stronger. People coming back from injury. I think the, 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 the big ant system and the whole the momentum yeah. is only going to grow. Yeah. I think if we, you know, we survived the last two months. Yeah, exactly. Something Incredibly. special has emerged in what yeah. could have been a really... De- crappy disastrous period and yeah actually you know i feel almost more confident than i did even before the way we were playing before the chelsea game yeah um yeah good yeah i think the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean there's a there's a real feeling of optimism i mean you've got you've had a tenner on us to win the double <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get for that hundred <laughs> what the Thirty-six to one. No, that's the league thirty-six. Oh, okay. It's more like 12, 14, 12, 12, 12, 12. right. Well, I agree. I agree. Top four could be anywhere in that. I, I agree. Um, well, that's it. We haven't even got a game to predict because we're in our lovely. Uh, oh, they're going away anywhere. They're going away sunny. I don't somewhere sunny. Actually, oh, right. I thought they were staying and just working, working, working. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the it's the midwinter break for Tottenham. So there's no uh, upcoming game. We'll have another show before the next game, which will be next next week at next week at the Antwerp Arms. That'll be where we will anticipate the Manchester City FA Cup game, which will, uh, which will you know is a mouth watering prospect, especially at thirty five quid. Bloody hell. Can't believe it. Quid's in. But for now, uh, Martin Lipton, Matthew Hamilton, thank you both very much. As you know, everyone here, we've got a very special guest coming up for our next show. None other than Terry Naylor is in the house. (laughs) So for everyone at home, that show will be released in a few days' time. For everyone here, 10 minutes, we'll kick that off. And for now, thanks very much, everyone. Theo Delaney saying, go you Spurs! If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.